What's going on guys, Sumi here with ThoughtCast, and today I'm going to talk about why talent is not the gift, it's the curse. A lot of times when you think of a talented individual, we think of someone that has a natural inclination or natural skill set or natural proficiency to complete a set of tasks or activities a lot better than the average person. And so this might seem like a good thing, but the reality is talent is usually a very dangerous thing, especially when you're trying to develop that discipline, that consistency, and that dedication towards a certain task and activity. This is really, really dangerous when it comes to business and personal work ethic. I work with a lot of individuals in my life, in my businesses, and I've known a lot of people that are very talented. And I'll tell you one thing. The people that are talented oftentimes don't succeed as much as the people that just show up every day that are consistent and that show up with hard work. Hard work works when nothing else does. A lot of times when I deal with talented individuals, they have a lot of psychological problems that they have buried deep within them, and they have a lack of work ethic. First and foremost, I want you to understand the lifestyle of someone that's naturally talented. They're held to a higher standard almost from day one. Someone that's very talented is in a high-pressure scenario from day one because everybody's expecting them to do more. So it becomes very difficult for someone that's very, very talented to perform in a carefree manner, and that often psychologically hurts their performance. That pressure from all the other people out there expecting them to do more because they're talented ends up hurting them. In addition to this, they can never really measure themselves. Right? A talented individual cannot measure themselves with people or gauge themselves because everybody in their category is not at the same level as they are. So one thing I can talk about is in the academic field, when you're taking classes that are a step above your grade level, you're often placed around individuals that are a lot older than you. And a year difference in high school is a massive psychological difference. So I remember being in AP classes around people that were three, four years older than me when I was in high school, and I didn't relate to any of them. I didn't have any friends. I had a few friends that were in the same grade as me that took the classes with me, but we were very childish, and a lot of things socially went over our heads. And this was really not good for us in a developmental process because we didn't understand or relate to anybody in our class. And when you're taking every Every single class as an AP, an advanced placement class, and the people around you are a lot older, you end up creating a social distance and not necessarily picking on to social norms and constructs. This is not good academically, but also in a sports-based mindset or any mindset in general. When you're a talented individual growing up, you're placed into a higher category to where you can perform with the average that there is, and you end up losing in certain types of social interactions automatically. A lot of times people that are very talented have a lack of work ethic, and it's because they have a natural proficiency at whatever they're doing. So the effort that they have to put in to accomplish a certain set of tasks is a lot lower than the average person. So they naturally put less effort into the scenario or into the you know situation, which creates a habituation of putting less and less effort into it. The more they do it, the better they get at it, so they're naturally improving while the effort that they're putting in is going down. So this you know, inconsistency here causes them to become very lazy. So you'll deal with talented people in sports, in organizations, in any type of work situation, and you'll find out a lot of times they just don't work as hard as someone that's not talented because the person that's not as talented has to work harder. So the level that they have to work is just higher. A lot of times the situation itself does not challenge that talented individual. And human beings are very psychologically stimulated by challenge. They like the chase. They like the pursuit. They like the journey. So when there's a lack of challenge, a talented individual may find less passion in doing something that they're naturally good at. And this becomes a double whammy because not only are they not motivated to do it, but number two, they're not psychologically stimulated by the growth and the effectiveness of them doing that behavior. So it becomes very difficult for a talented individual to become passionate or really bought in to a certain lifestyle, business, whatever it might be. Another thing that talent can give you is a false sense that you're actually good at something when in reality, you're just talented amongst the people that you're in. So if you're in a fixed situation or a small sample size, you may be the best out of everybody here, but your talent in the grand scheme of the world could be very far off. And this is very much illustrated in a lot of college athletes. A good example of this is 
probably Johnny Manziel, you know, dominating college. But the moment he goes to the pro leagues, you have him precipitously fall off because he can't keep up with the lifestyle, the discipline, the dedication. And the big thing that I noticed personally, living in Cleveland at the time, actually witnessing Johnny during that period of time is just the dedication wasn't there. When a lot of college football players go to the NFL, they get hit with a whole surprise. Same thing in college basketball and a lot of college sports. They are put into a category where everyone is talented. Everyone is a natural. Everyone is the 1% of the 1%. So their mindset now has to be completely focused on hard work and dedication. If they had a couple of passes before or they were just given a little bit of leniency or they were just not working as hard as their peers because they were in a college-based mindset, guess what? They're going to lose a great deal when they meet players that are serious and that are the 1% of the 1%. In business, when we have talented individuals, I'm always a little bit more reluctant to put them into management positions because their ability to stay consistent and work hard is often not as high as someone that can just show up every day. And in business, more than anything, it's about showing up every day. It's about being consistent. It's not about you coming in, dominating one week in performance and everything that you do, and then taking off the rest of the month. That's not what keeps a business stable. That's not replicatable. That's not leadership. That's not mentorship. That's not guidance. That's not leading by example. And that's going to cause the organization to fall apart. So this is something that you should be very cautious in business. Now, let me talk about relationships here for a second. A lot of people, when they think about relationships, are like, how can you be talented at relationships? The simplicity is you can just be very attractive. Some people are just born very attractive and some people are not. When you have someone that's very attractive in the world and they end up just gliding through their high school or middle school, they were super popular. The moment they get into college, the moment they start hitting the real world, they start realizing, wow, there's a lot of other attractive people here. There's just a lot more people. So they end up dealing with that competition. And the biggest problem is this. Many people that are very young and attractive party, they throw away their best years, they end up using all that quote-unquote talent, and they end up having nothing to show for it when they're 28, 29, 30, 35. And their ability to meet other people, pair bond, engage in deep emotional connections ends up being very, very low. And so they often find themselves miserable in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and the rest of their life because they were unable to really solidify those relationships because they were in this mindset of ego. And that ego is edging God out. That ego is limiting greatness out of your life. That ego is exterminating your goals out of your life. Ego is going to cost you so much in life. If some of you knew what your ego was costing you, you would lose your mind. But talent breeds ego. Talent breeds that idea that I'm better than you. And that idea of I'm better than you is very often a reality in some senses, but it's a very temporary reality. The girls that I knew that were very attractive in high school and Miss Popular, I'm going to tell you this right now, no disrespect to all of them. They are not where they want to be today. They are not in the lifestyle that they talked about when they were in high school. And the girls that I know that were just kind of working hard and trying to get their good grades and stuff like that, some of those girls are beautiful today. They're, they're living the lifestyle that they want. They're killing it in a lot of aspects. They're happily married. And that hard work, that dedication, that discipline to become a better person has carried them so far. When you're a talented person and talking to people, engaging in relationships, and really building that connection, it's good when you're young and attractive. And often that talent relies on the ability for you to market yourself sexually, even for guys. As you get older, that attraction fades. And the requirements for you to date when you're older are a lot different when you're younger. When you're 18, 19, 20, it just requires you to be fun, attractive, and to know a few people. But when you're 30, 35, and you're really getting in the serious nature of the dating marketplace, you've got to have a house, you've got to have a car, you've got to have your bills and everything together. If you come with baggage emotionally and past drama from past relationships, and you don't necessarily have anything to show for yourself, especially as a man, you're going to find yourself in for a rude awakening. Nobody's going to want to be with you. So when guys are young, Guess what? You can talk to girls, you can enjoy it, you can party, but you've got to show something for yourself if you want to compete with the guys that are 30, 40, 50 years old because there's a lot of guys out there that are killing it. 
And same thing for women. If you do not use your talent and your sexual availability in the marketplace very effectively, you will end up becoming a woman that has nothing to show for herself except for a lot of ex-boyfriends, a lot of interactions, and a lot of unfavorability that men are not going to like in the marketplace of dating. You have to make sure that when you have talent, you're also combining it with hard work. The recipe for success, the people that are the most successful in life, not only have talent, but they have an overwhelming amount of hard work that allows them to position that talent and deploy that talent in an effective way. If you have that hard work, if you have that consistency, if you have that discipline, and you have a little bit of talent, you can go anywhere in life. Guys, if you ever want to connect with me, links are all down in the section below. Please like this video if it helped you and subscribe to our channel to get instant updates. And with that being said, until next time, Sumi out.